G'day, mate. How you going? Steve Durr. Today we're going to look at John chapter 14, starting at verse 15 and go to verse 31, which is a section of teaching or sharing of Jesus to his followers, his disciples, and a lot of good stuff in here. And you're going to hear a lot about love and the Holy Spirit. So let's get stuck into it. Jesus says, if you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him, but you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. What a wonderful promise. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. And when I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, which is rather unfortunate, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? And Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I'm still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I've told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give you is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you, I'm going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father who is greater than I am. And I've told you these things before they happen so that when they do happen, you will believe. I don't have much more time to talk to you because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. So this is a great passage, a uh, section of teaching of Jesus in which he, again, speaks of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and I love talking about the Holy Spirit. I love uh, learning about God, the Holy Spirit, the place of the Holy Spirit in our lives, uh, who lives in us, who reminds us of things, who teaches us, who is an advocate, a counselor, a comforter, all that good stuff. But today I want to have us talk about um, a word I'm not really super excited about. It's called obedience, all right? Obedience. Here's the thing, though. Jesus makes it clear that what drives a life of obedience is love. Love leads to obedience. Verse 15, Jesus says, if you love me, obey my commandments. Verse 21, he says, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. Verse 23, Jesus says, all who love me will do what I say. Verse 24, Jesus says, anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. You see these two things connected. The love that we have for Jesus, with Jesus, in Jesus, is revealed, drives, motivates, leads to obedience. But Jesus isn't just giving this teaching. 
He's living it out. He's modeling it. What does he say in verse 31? Jesus says, and I will do what the Father requires of me. In other words, I will be obedient to my Father. Why? So that the world will know that I love the Father. The obedience is coming from a love for the Father. And so Jesus leads the way. His love and his relationship with the Father, his Father God, led to a life of submission to God in obedience to God's way. And that's what he's calling us to follow his pattern, to love in such a way that it leads naturally into obedience. Obedience reveals loving loyalty. It's an indicator of love. It's the fruit of the root of love in someone's life. And there's promises that come from this love relationship that's reflected in obedience. Jesus says this in verse 21, and because they love me, because of that relationship I have with my followers who love me, and I can see that they love me by how they're living. Because they love me, my Father will love them, he says, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. In other words, the Father, God, and Jesus will love us and reveal themselves to us because of our love for him reflected in obedience. Verse 23, Jesus says, my Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. And so this this love that we have with God reflected in our obedient life. Um, In that way, we are then loved by God and he makes his home with us. Now, when we talk about obedience, it can sound kind of heavy. But here's the thing. Obedience is simply acting in a way that is consistent with our new identity. By that, what do we mean? When we experience a love relationship with God, as his adoptive sons and daughters, it means we take on a new identity, a new life. And and that includes learning to submit to the one who loves us and gave himself for us. And that's called obedience. And it's born from love and not the other way around. And here's the thing. Often, I'll hear people say that they wonder, could God really love me? And they're fearful because they think he doesn't love them because they aren't very obedient to him. They're filled with fear, and they think that if they can just be good enough, then God would love them. But this is not in alignment with what God tells us in his word. And and the question is, do you really believe God's word or not? If you think that way, that somehow it's your obedience that leads to God accepting you and loving you. You do not believe God's word. If you believe God's word, it's clear that we are saved not by our obedience or our good work or life, but rather it's by his unmerited grace offered to us as a gift of love and forgiveness and new life thanks to Jesus and what he did for us. So, If we try to relate to God through obedience first, we're always going to be striving for his approval. We're going to be paralyzed by constant insecurity. And what we'll do is we'll actually hold God away at arm's length rather than be drawn to him. Because we approach God not through obedience, but through love, through knowing we are his. We love because he first loved us. Now imagine, I'm just picturing, I'm a dad got four kids. If one of my kids said to me, dad, I want you to love me. I'm like, that's already settled. You're my kid. I love you. 
And they're like, no, 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 I, you can't love me. I, I'm not being a good boy. Or I'm not being a good girl. Let me just show you. I'll just, uh, how can I do some things around the house to show, to, 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 you know, make you love me? I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. I love you. That's already been settled. You're my kid. Of course, just, you know, you're my kid. Let's just, that, please don't try to earn it. No, 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 dad, I want to make sure. I mean, just, can you feel the frustration behind that? And yet I think we do that to God all the time. I know that I've done that for a whole chunk of my life. But it's, we approach God not through obedience, but through knowing we are his adoptive sons and daughters, heirs to him. We're loved, we're his beloved, and on us his favor rests. And therefore, from that new identity, we obey. So we experience God's grace and his love that makes us into a new person. And from that new identity or truth of who he says we are, we obey. It becomes natural. It's not to earn our place with him, but it's because of, uh, because it's because of that we're his that we live that way. We act in step with who we are in relation with God. So obedience, Jesus makes it clear that obedience leads to life and reflecting the love and life of Jesus. And so today, I want to encourage you, lean into your relationship with Jesus. Lean into your identity from God, your Father. Begin to allow God to transform and change and morph the way you think. To recognize that your value and acceptance and the love of God is not um, something that you can somehow um, twist God's arm to give you. He's already given it to you in Christ. It's a gift. Therefore, as we lean into our relationship with Jesus... As we lean into our identity from God our Father, from that place of acceptance and love and belief and hope, then out of that place in freedom and in joy and, and in, in experiencing the life of God, we submit, we surrender, we obey in alignment with who we are, who we really are. And for some of us today, you know, the real issue here is we don't believe the truth of who God says we are. Instead, we believe the lies. And so maybe for you today, you just have to choose the truth, that you're an adoptive son or daughter and you need to lean into that love of God. For others of us, uh, maybe you sense God calling you, speaking to you, uh, to take a step of obedience and surrender and submission. Uh, and maybe instead of just uh, trying harder, what if you engaged in that love relationship with God. And again, just we're reminded of who you really are, because I think there then the Holy Spirit meets us and gives us the courage and the energy and the motivation to take that step of obedience. And so how's God speaking to you today? And what will be your response? Let's pray. God, obedience is a hard thing to talk about um, because we can so slide into this whole earning uh, stuff, but you call us to obey. And, but God, would you set us free from thinking somehow it's all up to us when we can't save ourselves? Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your love as revealed in Jesus. And so today we say yes to you. We pray that your Holy Spirit would fill us, that uh, our love for you, our, our connection with you would be um, grown 
and that it would be reflected in lives of obedience. And so speak to us today about what you have for us. And then out of that love, out of that invitation, we pray that we would submit and obey and lead us to life. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.